Valley that makes some noise. It's the sweet, sweet valley life. A sweet valley Jack and Tanner enjoy. And a sweet analysis of the sweet valley books will never annoy. It's with the sweet, sweet valley boys. If you love sweet valley, better make some noise. I got the sweet and it's full of joy. Cause you're in sweet valley with the sweet, sweet valley I've decided I need to be a little bit cooler on our podcast. Why? It's been a long time because I like I do all the editing. I have a, a tip, hot tip. Okay, if you want to be cooler, yeah, take down the Christmas decorations. No, it's not. It's, what are you talking about? There's a the wreath on the wall behind you. Yeah, but no one can see that, and I can see it. it makes you look like a dork. It's not my house. Oh, I'm at who's this, who's Cyril's house grandma's house. Well, in Pennsylvania, take down the Christmas decorations. No, I do all the Sarah's editing. Grandma worried about being cool. Of the no, she's not. But that's part of being cool is like not worrying about it. Yeah, so you need to you need to take a page out of my book. I do all the editing and I listen. So I spend a lot of time listening to us. Yeah, and you're like, man, Tanner sounds so cool. No, I just think I could stand to be like two ticks cooler and that's what's happening Tanner today so cool how could i be as cool as him? i'm gonna spe- I, know, I think I it's all comes down to speaking slower and not rising to the bait when you try to bait me okay that's a part of it so i just tried to bait you a second ago and it, you you took the bait it didn't fucking work this time it did you got it all didn't. pissy no i didn't for a brief moment you did but you were talking about something that people can't see they could because they're listening, so I have to You're fucking contextualize it. I'm not pissed. It. I'm not. I'm gonna be you're gonna notice I'm gonna be a little bit fucking cooler today. Are you? I don't yeah. think I think okay. you already can tell. You can already tell because I'm speaking a little slower. I've got this like ironic detachment a little bit. We both you... we can't both be cool. <laughs> I don't you're, think you've you're even like, tried yet. You're that's my thing. No, that's not your thing. I'm going to be, just for once, can you humor me? Can I be cool, the cool one this time? Just for this care. one. Okay. I don't care. No, that's, you, okay, whatever. Look, let's introduce the show. A great big Sweet Valley uh, high and humble greetings and I can't believe we're still reading these fucking books. Don't, please This is the last don't. one, right? Please don't. I kind of think there's going to be one more. No, this has got to be the last one. Humble greetings and just try to bring a, a, a fun energy today. Because I'm being cool, so I can't be fun and cool. Well, I, can't, I am cool, and I can't be fun and cool. Just try. Just spread your wings a little bit. Okay. Humble greetings and salutations and a great big Sweet Valley hi to all the sweeties out there. I hi. am Sweet Valley Jack. And I'm Tanner. Okay. And we read the Sweet Valley High books, and this week we read a really genuinely fun romp of a book that was fun and you liked it. It was called Sweet Valley High Number 11, Too Good to Be True. Too Good to Be True. And Jessica's not even the mean one today. Oh, she's she's plenty mean. Well, I don't know. She is mean because she tries to sleep with Susie's boyfriend. Yeah, Paul. that's mean. Yeah, is Paul? that is mean. And his name is Paul. But then he turns out to be even meaner. Even meaner, yeah. Because he's a, a sexual assault. A sexual predator, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think that's just what- What do you it, call him in England? Sex pest. He's a sex pest, yeah. He's a he's, sex pest. He's a sex pest, and I think in the wor- Francine's world, every man over the age of 18- Is a sex pest? Is a sex pest. Except for Roger Collins. Except for Roger Collins. You and I 
Yeah, we're gonna get have to had words about what whether or not we think yeah. Roger Collins. We're gonna. Is a sex pest. This is gonna I say be, yes. It's gonna be a big part of our discussion today is whether or not Roger Collins, the cool teacher, is a sex pest. But we've got a lot to do before we get there. You've pointed out to me last week that you've been doing a bit that I have been aware of where I always describe the books. And so I'm on to that. And so it's very clearly your turn this week. Are you sure? Yeah, no, I'm certain. I think I admitted that I do that bit and then did the description last week. I don't think so. I don't think so. I said, I'm pretty uh, certain. You, you caught me. I do do that bit. I'll do the description this week. So I think it's your turn. Are you absolutely sure that? Yes, that's I did the it. Case? Yeah, I, you timed me. I timed you. Yeah, you did. You did the timing. I did the describing last week. I think because I was been... caught. I was caught in your. I don't trap. think so. I don't think so. That's absolutely true. <laughs> I don't think so. That's absolutely true. You just said it in the episode. <laughs> yeah, and it I, was true. I did the description, so it's no, your you fucking didn't. turn. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you. I swear to God. Okay, I'll do it. You, this you week, did. You just edit the me, episode. Man, if you're fucking with me. Didn't you just edit the I episode? I just edited it, and I did the description. It's your no, you turn. No, di- you did. That was the we week can't before. Have, this is not good audio. You do it. That was the week before. I'm not doing it. I just did it. Look, I'll do it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. How about that? Because it's your turn. I'll do it. You give me 60 seconds. I'll say what happens in the novel. It's called Sweet Valley High, number 11, Too Good to Be True by Francine Pascal. In five, four, three... The Wakefields are having their friend's daughter over to stay. Her name is Susie. She's from New York, and she's beautiful. No surprises there. But apparently Ned can't afford to send both girls to New York in this exchange, so he only sends one, and it's Jess, and there's a lot of infighting about that between the two of them, but Jess kind of tricks her way to be the one who goes to New York. Susie comes to um, Sweet Valley, and she's so nice. She's so nice to Elizabeth. She's so nice to all the friends. Everyone loves her. All the boys are completely head over heels for her because she's so gorgeous. Uh, turns out she's actually a meanie, 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 meanie. And she um, uh, tries to ensnare Mr. Collins in her uh, trap. And uh, he's the teacher. And he's not interested. But she goes over and babysits at his house and um, and then tries to seduce him. And he says no. And then she's like, all right, well, you shouldn't have said no. I'm going to tell everyone you uh, uh, were a sex pest. And uh, almost ruins his reputation. Meanwhile, in New York, Jessica has like the reverse of that experience where she tries to... Um, seduce Susie's boyfriend in New York um, and uh, he doesn't seem interested but then he's a sex pest mm-hmm. um, and uh, Elizabeth uh, goes toe to toe with Susie and eventually uh, salvages Mr. Collins's reputation are you keeping even an eye on the, the timer uh, so when I started the timer I started yeah. it too early so then I hit reset right. on it so you can't even do but the, when I hit reset yeah. it didn't actually start the timer awful I'm, so I've yeah. just sort of been trying to guess at what yeah. 60 seconds well is. that was definitely more than 60 seconds but okay. anyway I did a really good job hey good job uh, yeah. Francine really has made her well at least her mid 90s rap allegiance is pretty clear east coast versus west coast okay she does not like New York or people from New York. Is that true? Yeah, there's. I don't think that she's that describes a single one of the characters who live in New York positively. There's Paul the sex pest. Yeah, 
There's Susie is Susie, a the, sociopath like, on a level that sociopath. Jessica could only aspire to. There's Mrs. Dempsey who like is oh, joyless yeah. and just smokes cigarettes, like small skinny brown cigarettes. Skinny cigarettes. <laughs> and like, I can't remember the line, but at some point Jessica was like being hugged by her was like being like hugged by like an air freshener or something like that. <laughs> and there's Mr. Dempsey who's never around because he's like a workaholic. They yeah. send... Susie off to boarding school at like age nine, and it's messed her up. Yeah, yeah, it's made she... her a, a worse person. Yeah, I think Su- um, Francine is very clear that she does the, not the like New York. Yorkers. The New York sensibility is not for her, so she's not a big fan of Biggie. Uh, yeah, P Diddy, Nas, uh, Wu Tang Clan. Not a big yeah. fan of that's Staten Island. Mm. But what she does love is she loves Tupac. Snoop. She loves um, Dr. Dre. She loves Snoop. And you know the whole dog pound probably, and Warren G and Nate Dog and all those guys. Like she doesn't talk about them, but um, uh, and then you know the the sort of flyover country rappers Eminem, Outkast, Kanye, yeah, Nelly, the she doesn't lunatics weigh in, yeah. Um, but that's not really the um, the the main thrust of this book. Um, the main thing about this book, and I just want to kind of come right out and talk about it with you. Yuck. Come on, man. Not even. Not even. Um, let me read you this passage. You're the one who said the gross thing. I'm not Don't rising. Come at me. No, I'm cool. I'm the cool one. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a description of Suzanne. Okay. She's so beautiful, guys, folks. Yeah. She's so beautiful. She's like more beautiful than anyone, even like any of the girls at Sweet Valley who have previously been described as like the most beautiful specimen. the most beautiful girls you could possibly imagine this girl Susie is like eclipses them right okay Suzanne despite her embarrassment over being so pale looked absolutely stunning in her striped bikini she was flawlessly proportioned with legs that seemed to go on forever and not an ounce of fat anywhere suddenly Elizabeth felt self-conscious about her own lovely size six figure Tanner who does that describe in your mind? Who, the Elizabeth size six thing? or No, not the Elizabeth part. The legs that go on forever. Flawlessly proportioned legs that seem to go on forever, totally pale. Um, Mrs. Barrett. Slenderman. Oh, Slenderman. Yeah. It's a Slenderman. It's it Slenderman. does sound like Slenderman. Here's the thing about what Francine wrote there. Yeah. She said she's flawlessly proportioned, right? Right. Yeah, but so arms, she also arms, has, arms are the same length as the legs. She also has legs that go on forever, so that right. means like the rest of her goes on forever. Goes on forever, like the Slender Man, and she's like completely pale. Yeah. And so I don't know what size... And she's is, also lacking any facial features. I don't know what size this means. Oh, I don't know what size this means either. But listen to this. Suddenly Elizabeth felt self-conscious about her own lovely size six. I think six, I think six is for how many feet you are, right? So Elizabeth is size six, six and she's long. self-conscious. So I'm, that means that... I'm six feet. Right, so that's what Elizabeth is, size six. six. Four. Suzanne, if Elizabeth is self-conscious, how many feet? I what don't wear size, size is, six. I'm not talking about Miles you. wears size six. Shoes. We're not talking about shoes. Okay. I think it's how tall you are. Because the Slender Man is extremely tall. It'd be so like seven tall. or eight feet. And that's right. why Elizabeth, is, who's just a size six, which is, i assuming, six, like feet. six feet. Could be right. meters. Oh, maybe it's meters. I don't know. I don't know the sizes. I don't know. But she feels self-conscious. That's what Francine has given us to work with. So she's like, I'm a size six. They say stone a lot? That's for, um, what is Is that that height? 
That's if for, you're as tall as a stone. It's a, yeah. If you're as tall, I think it's if you're as tall as a stone. All right, like the Blarney Stone. A big, like the Blarney Stone specifically. Yeah. yeah. But so that's a slender man. Uh, can I read you another passage while I'm while we're here? Yeah. This is when this is when Suzanne is like fucking. Just trying to seduce uh, Mr. Collins over at uh, his house. She like, oh yeah. So Susan, Suzanne, or Susie, yeah, sets her sights on Roger Collins early on. She sees him. She's like, I'm gonna bang that dad. Yeah, and then she makes him her crusade. Yeah, and she does an awful thing, which like shouldn't uh, he should have called this off. And w- when we get to Collins' watch, um, our hit segment yeah. Collins' watch, we're gonna probably debate this, but. Like, Elizabeth is babysitting for his, like, five-year-old kid, Teddy. And, like, yeah. Elizabeth just, like, subs in Susie at the last minute. Kind of through machinations of Susie's. And, do- like, doesn't tell him. <laughs> and he allows it even though he knows that her... she's Because she's done this thing where she, like, pretended to drown. And he was like, all right, dude. Yeah, yeah, she's already... He, like, her. rescued her. But... So she comes to his house. And here's here's what is described. He was wearing only a pair of white jogging shorts and a red bandana to keep Jesus, his... Jesus, I bet you could see his whole dick through that. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? I would think so, yeah. You could probably see his whole dick through only that. Only a pair of white jogging shorts, yeah. Right. And he's got no... Yeah, he does, ha- he does not have a shirt on. And a red bandana to keep his longish strawberry blonde hair out of his eyes. I got in the biggest fight with my cousin. Did I, have I ever told you about this? No. I th- I'm, I'm realizing, yeah, Pip, and Pip's important in this podcast because she's the person who introduced me to both um, Babysitter's Club and Sweet Valley High. Right. I got in this big fight with my cousin where she told me my dad had strawberry blonde hair. And I was like, oh. no, he fucking doesn't. He's got brown hair. And then we got in this huge fucking fight about it. And I was like... I know your dad. I think he has sort of um, grayish white hair. Okay. Well, this was like 35 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyway, I, I just got really mad at her because I was like, I get to know what color my dad's hair is. What color would you describe your hair as? It's brown. It's dirty blonde. Okay. but I have brown hair. See, this, that's beside the point. I think This I've is even, brown hair. Okay, fine. Whatever. Look it at it your looks hair. the same as mine. But I think I've, I've mentioned this, this weird fight that really stuck with me on the podcast before. But like the point is that I'm realizing now, at the time I was like, don't fucking make up colors for... Like my own dad's hair, like that's right. something that's like my province. But what I'm realizing is like, she has just been like mainlining Sweet Valley High books. Yeah, I think she was probably just trying to have like a fun conversation with you too. Well, she was mean talk. about it. She was actually pretty mean about it. I was like, no. Initially, I was like, no, I don't think so. I think it's brown. And she was like very insistent, and we got in a big fight. So she wasn't trying to have a fun. Well, it conversation sounds like you me. were mean about it because she was like, I, I love was your mean dad's about it because she was. Hair. She didn't say flirty. But well, I got in trouble. I got funny. in trouble. I ended up getting Good. in trouble. Because it sounded like you were the instigator. She was just trying to girl talk with you. Just like me a second ago. Talking about your dirty blonde hair. Your dishwater dirty blonde hair. It's not a nice way of describing my hair. Listen. He was wearing only a pair of white jogging shorts because he has dong. Red bandana to keep his longish strawberry blonde hair out of his eyes. Susan, what does that even mean? It's like red, but it's yellow. What does that even mean? My sister has straw. What she describes as strawberry blonde hair. Is it red? It's because um, I know blonde. What it, I know what color a strawberry is. It's blonde <laughs> with just a, a little a little kiss of red. In it. That's nothing. You know, that's in the nothing. right light. You're like, yeah, that's nothing. Oh, 
There's a little kiss of red in there. Suzanne's gaze strayed down to his bare muscular chest, which was deeply tanned and slick with perspiration. What has this guy been doing? It's just like at his house. It's so hot, she exclaimed, wilting into a nearby chaise longue. She propped her slender legs up to give him a better yeah. view. <laughs> slender man. Sounds like something Slender Man would do. The tan she'd acquired over the past few days was perfectly shown off by the skimpy yellow shorts she wore. Mind if I steal a quick drink from the hose? And that's yeah. also something that the Slender Man would do. I think so. Yeah, or a right? dog. Because people drink out of... Or Miles. A mug or something. Yeah, they would drink out of a mug or like a water <laughs> bottle or something. Um, yeah. She's just drinking right out of the hose. Mm-hmm. But then she uses it as an excuse as an excuse to saturate her top with yeah, cold yeah, it's, water. Yeah, it's grim. Show the off whole thing her is grim. It's pretty grim. But it's the Slender Man. Are bosoms. we agreed on that? So she's bosoms out and he's wang out. Yeah, it's and pretty. Just, look uh, it's at this charged. parade the, of genitals coming down Sunnyvale Street or whatever. And it's also the Slender Man. And it's the Slender Man. And TBD on Slender Man's genitals, I don't think the, the lore... Well, let me look. No, let's not. Does I, uh, Slender Man? I think you get on a list if you Google Slender Man genitals. Genitals. I think you get on a list if you Google it. And of Don't course, you think? the first link is Reddit. <laughs> Reddit's like, well, actually, we've answered. And that it is one. the Ask Reddit subreddit, and it's how do you picture Slender Man's penis? Perfect. Is that you? And then <laughs> it has that has zero upvotes. Okay. There is a twenty-seven comment conversation underneath it okay the first person said i just don't (laughs) okay not all of us live with that kind of privilege (laughs) yeah skinny long thing with no hole okay with no does that seem right yeah that sounds right it's pretty slender long and skinny with no hole okay that sounds that's about the best that we're gonna do here how do you picture roger collins's penis Let's do our Collins Watch segment. This is Collins Watch. Perfect segue. Tanner, you have stated previously that you think Mr. Collins is a creep. Mr. Collins is a teacher. He is um, the the guy who is in charge of the... Um, Adult editor of the Oracle. I keep wanting to say Priory Press, but the Priory Press is the name of the newspaper that I wrote the humor column for in high school. <laughs> and that's Jack's subtle way of It was called The Last Word with factoid. Jack Shepard. The last word and it was the it was the final thing in the paper on the back page. The last word for the Priory Press. It was called the Priory Press because of Where, course did you go to a religious my school? school was run by monks, wasn't it? Ah, there it was. <laughs> yeah. Pax in sapientia. That is peace in sapientia. You can do this. Humanity? Man. No, come on. You can do this. You got to Sapient. the wrong place for the right reasons. The homo uh, is uh, of, of Zappians is the humanity part. Right. So what Upright. kind of a... <laughs> you suck. It's knowledge. It's wisdom. Knowledge. It's a knowing, It's the knowing man. Pax is peace, though. I got that right, right? Pax is peace. So he's the, he's the um, you know, faculty advisor for the Oracle. And here's and your premise is that he's a creep. Marissa yeah. Flaxbart of Sweet Valley Diaries, who, whom we spoke with last week, uh, thinks that he's nice. I haven't mm. weighed in yet. Yeah. Um, You're on the fence. You're, you're Plumber Steve. I'm, pl- I'm Joe the Plumber? Joe the Plumber, yeah. Okay. That's not a reference that a lot of people are going to get. 
and it's also mean? not a fine you're Ken Bone use of that reference. You're Ken Bone. The Ken Bone is better and still pretty antiquated at this stage. Yeah, you're I'm like Ken Bone. Pregnant women. I'm at the we call them submarines. I don't want to get into Ken Bone lore. <laughs> it's like another step too far. <laughs> get, look, there's a, in the debate sexual fascination. They with. invite me to the debate to ask a question. Yeah. How I feel about pregnant women or whatever is irrelevant. <laughs> right. But they I mean, invite it becomes me, relevant. Yeah. But they yeah. invited me in the in this case what's relevant is that they invited me to the debate to ask some just to, just asking questions. Yeah. Just ask about whether Mr. Collins is a creep or not. Here's some evidence to the contrary. Okay. This is the um big class picnic and uh Francine describes it as like everyone's just so fucking hot. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's a babe. So it's just like then everyone is the biggest babe and then, then the next person is an even bigger babe. I won't read the whole passage, but it's literally like, if you thought Weenie, Weenie Rollins was looking great, you should see this next person and they're looking fucking great too. All the boys have got yeah, like even, rippling even muscles. Yeah, even Enid Weenie Rollins got in on the action. Francine was like, she's yeah. a babe now. Yeah. It was the most fun Elizabeth could ever remember having at a class picnic. The weather was just right. The lake was a perfect temperature, and everybody seemed to be in a good mood. Even Mr. Collins, who had agreed to act as a chaperone and unofficial lifeguard, okay. seemed to be having a good time. All right, Mr. And, Collins. And you read that passage, and you're like, oh, no signal. <laughs> On a fucking Saturday, he's like, I do have a child. I'm a single dad. I'm I have a single a dad. What I'm going to do is I'm going <laughs> to squeeze into these white shorts. <laughs> So all these 16-year-olds can see my dong, and I'm going to go to this beach party and ogle the hottest teens. Well, I hope you're happy, because guess what happened? What you did to him this week is he got fully canceled for something he did. We watched it, and he didn't do it. He did not do it, okay? He was like, no, stop it. And that's fine. But the fact that he, he recognized in himself that he would and could... Yeah, no, it's already bad. And needed to fight so hard to resist. It's already bad. Suzanne. She could, I mean, it's kind of from her POV, but she's like, she could see the effect she was having on him. And it's like, no. You can see it coming through his little but white shorts. I'm going to weigh in because I am I have that, you know, I'm the undecided voter and my vote matters. And I'm the Olivia and you're the Kara. I'm going to let Olivia and Kara do the talking for me. Okay. May I read okay. this passage? Yeah. This is kind of after it's been... The rumor has been spread, but before Elizabeth has vindicated him. The group that was gathered on Kara's back patio was divided into two factions. The get Mr. Collins fired bunch versus the ones who were loyal to him, no matter what. I don't care what anyone says. This is me. I don't care what anyone says, spoke frizzy-haired Olivia Davidson, her blue eyes flashing with indignation. I don't believe Mr. Collins would do something like that. Olivia worked on the paper, too, just like me and was devoted to the handsome young faculty advisor. She shared his liberal views and hated injustice just as much as he did, just like me. Well, I believe it, and this is you. Well, I believe it, said Kara, who was passing out sodas, something you would likely do. That's cool, though. That's nice. That's That's hospitable. I've always thought he was the lecherous type. I've caught him looking at me more than once. Besides, he gave me a D on my last English essay, something you would get on an English essay. Todd and Elizabeth exchanged looks. Kara was one of the biggest gossips in school, just like you, as well as being Jessica's best friend, probably someone you would befriend. She was probably responsible for the rumor spreading as quickly as it had. And so the real takeaway... 
The real takeaway this week is that I am the Olivia, liberal, hated justice, yeah. quirky, works on the paper, and you're Kara, one of the biggest gossips in school, and you've got a D on your last English essay. And how I think that's fine. That? I, I want to ask or want to insist maybe that it's fine for you to weigh in and say that Collins is not a creep this week. Okay. But I want you to be open to the possibility that he could become a creep in in, in the future. Sessions. Yeah, I'm pretty open. Okay, I'm but I don't think it's it. fine. I just think the chaperone thing is weird. He's sort of gotten in a little bit of hot water this week, and it really wasn't his fault. Yeah, he was accused of being a sex pest, and he wasn't a sex pest. And this he wasn't time. being a sex pest. He was being a responsible man. And she's so mean to his kid. <laughs> it yeah, actually Teddy, really he like cries himself to sleep. It actually really hurt my feelings. Because yeah. he was like, Teddy's like, she's like nice to him in front of Mr. Collins. She's like, I'm going to show you how to do a cat's cradle. And he's like, yeah, I'm so excited. And then as soon as Mr. Collins leaves, she's like, hey, you little brat, go watch TV. Stop bothering me. And like, Don't talk to me. When she, like, at 11 o'clock, he's like falling asleep in front of the TV and like his eyes are red from crying. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, Jesus, Francie. She's bad. Yeah. Collins is bad. Everyone is bad. Jessica's bad. Paul is bad. These books are bad. Everyone is mean. Let me ask you, um, I'll ask you, we've got just a little bit more time before our break and before we have to do our review. Tim Cook uh, did um, kind of peek his head out today at the how end we, of the book. How are we not on this guy's good side yet? Tim Cook? Yeah. I mean, I think like, we are on his like, good there's side. No Does he have any direction for us? Like, I feel like we've, we're trying so hard. He just, I, I get to the end of the book. Sometimes I see him, sometimes I don't. But this time I saw him and he was like, hey, can you... Um, you do write and review the book. People are still are not. Uh, I just feel like he, if he wants, if he's upset with the with the way we're doing it, I don't he think he's give upset. Us direction. I think he likes it. He okay. just wants more of it. I think it's just not catching on. Well, then I think you and I should think about our strategy here. Okay. Well, let's talk about it or not. I think we should make it sexier. Okay, we'll make it sexier. But let me give you. I want to do- grab people's attentions, especially in like the fucking like wasteland that is the i i books reviews. Let's make it sexy. None of those are sexy. Not too sexy, because remember that these are books for teens. And so teens are going to be reading our reviews. Let me bring up one last thing, then we're going to take a break, then we're going to do our review. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Listen to this. Oh, don't tell me you've forgotten already. Let me help you remember. This is, okay, shit, I should really give context for this. Yeah. The thing that Susie does once Elizabeth confronts her, because she finds out that she stole her necklace. And she's like, oh, if you stole my necklace, that means that that this whole thing is a facade. And now I believe Mr. Collins. And so she confronts her and and Susie's like, doesn't even really try to deny it. And she's like, yeah, I I fucking framed him, but no one's ever going to believe you. And in fact, I'm going to immediately go and start spreading rumors that you're like, remember when after you were in a coma, you turned into a different person for a book and we all read that book and you were different yeah. and you were mean like I'm going to spread rumor that like that's happened again convince everyone and you like banged your case. head and you've become crazy you hit your head so hard yeah. in the pool the other day and so Liz confronts her about this oh don't tell me you've forgotten already let me help you remember we went swimming and you cracked your head against the side of the pool doing laps you're making it up I never even went swimming yesterday Liz is the worst too sometimes yeah. a little bit why would I want to make up a thing like that Liz, you're absolutely my dearest friend. I would simply die if anything happened to you. I'd rather have a rattlesnake for a friend, Elizabeth cried in a choked voice. After what you did, stealing my necklace, making up that terrible story about Mr. Collins and Tanner. My question is, 
Could you could you imagine this? Having a rattlesnake for a friend? Oh boy. Could you imagine this? If rattlesnake for a friend. Think of all the 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 japes that you could Here's do. what I'm worried about. I don't know what their personality's like. I think it's not good. I think But it's your aggressive. friend. Yeah. I don't know if I would be friends with someone like that. So for you in this scenario, it is your friend. Oh, okay. And I'm seeing I'm picturing it kind of as a sitcom. Tanner and the Snake. And you have like, you know how in the UK, um, I was thinking Rattlesnake Jake. Oh, Rattlesnake Jake. And that's the name of the sitcom? That's just what kind of popped into my head. Well, that would make me like a side character. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm seeing this. But you know how in the UK, uh, sometimes when they like... Uh, when you Do you think it'd t- be more interesting or like a little, maybe even like a little subversive in kind of an interesting way if it were just like a straight four camera sitcom about me and it's called like Tanner and then Tanner. like you're three episodes in and I introduce you to my best friend, the snake. Rattlesnake Jake. I think the snake is going to be, then you're in a situation where people are going to be like, do you watch Tanner? And it's like, yeah, I only watch it for the snake and that's going to make you feel bad. I think if you call it Rattlesnake Jake... Oh, and then some people be like, "Oh, I." Some people like I really have a soft spot for the Tanner character. Right, that is better. But think about this: you know, in the UK, they have the um, and when you flush the toilet, instead of pushing down the little knob, you you, like pull on a big chain. Yeah, but what if it's the rattlesnake Jake? (laughs) (laughs) He bites you. (laughs) You have to go to that. You have to go to like poison control. Yeah. Get for the, the venom. Oh, and he bites you on the dick, and you're like, someone suck out the venom, right? Uh, no, it's not that kind of a show. It's not oh, okay. like HBO. Oh, okay. Um, that's one of the hijinks I thought of. Um, what else? Maybe you're driving a truck, you know, yeah. and they have that little, uh, the horn is like a, a little rope. Okay, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, and they pull it, and, and it's some rattlesnake like, Jake. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's rattlesnake, and the rattlesnake Jake comes out. This is good. That's good. Yeah. What are some other situations where you pull a rope? <laughs> um, tug of war. Yeah. It's the school. It's the school tug of war. And then and like I win because I'm on the side with the rattle, and the kids are on the side of the <laughs> snakehead, and he just keeps biting them. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, what else? When would you pull a rope? Um, maybe I'm in a um, CrossFit. Climbing CrossFit. You know they is have funny. those ropes that you. Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. And like with Hans is- and Franz. Yeah, one of them is rattlesnake. And we could probably use it as a vehicle to bring back Hans and Frost. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Who's that? Dana Dana Carvey and Kevin uh, Nealon? Kevin Nealon, yeah. Yeah. They're set for a comeback, right? Um, let's take a break. I've, okay. I'm glad you're on board. Are you on board? You're on board for Rattlesnake Jake. I want to workshop the name, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's Rattle- take a break. Jake, rattlesnake Jake and Tanner. And very, very small fine print. How about mate? Rattlesnake, Jake, and mate? No. Rattlesnake, there. Jake, and his human mate. Then it sounds like you're like lovers. Mate, like we're mating. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll review this novel for Tim. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil 
bettors to um, make small lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, and in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use, it's entirely online, and they are super flexible, so it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bedfellows. Okay, so Tim Cook, uh, he's the CEO of Apple, and he, um, whenever we read these books, he sometimes kind of pops up at the end and uh, he, asks us uh, very specifically. It's just like it happens to you, right? It comes up in your at the end of your because we both read it on Apple Books. Yeah, he'll oftentimes sort of like pop up a little message in, for us that says like, "Did rate you enjoy book. the book?" Yeah, and it like, says rate and review it on iBooks. Yeah, um, and no one else does it. <laughs> So very few other people do it's clearly it. It's just, certainly it's just very, us. very, very few people. I do think it's reviews. just influencers, but it's oh, mostly it's us. Like, it's like Jake Paul and like it's Jake Paul and us. Marky, I think, yeah, yeah, and us. Isn't Jake Paul the secondary Paul? Jake Paul, I think, has supplanted Logan Paul okay. as the main Paul. He's okay. the one who's like always like getting in boxing matches with people. Oh, really? Okay, I don't yeah. want to talk about him anymore ever again. Okay, sure. so it's too good to be true, and what we do like to do, he says, right? Can we check in on the mission real quick? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think you're being cool this episode? I kind of think so. I thought that was cool. I think the or reason do you think you're rising to the the bait often. I think that what I just did was cool because I was like, what did you do? I was like, I'm too cool to talk about literally the most popular YouTube star. Oh, I don't think anyone likes him. I think that's the opposite of cool. Oh, a lot of people cool like saying him. how much you love him. Tens of millions of people like him a lot. I think you know what'd be cool. Yeah, is pretending not to know who he is. Okay, do you want to go back and run that? Yep. Okay. Um, so, oh, so it's you just, mean like it's like, like influencers? I think Jake like, Paul, and Marky Plyer. What? Sorry. Sorry, you just said what it sounded like gibberish to me. It sounded like you were having a heart attack. Are you okay? What I'm was fine. It? what were those words? I've never actually heard those. I said phonies. Jake Paul. Whoa, are you all right? What's going on? It's a you got a loogie? Name. You're hawking a Jake loogie? Jake is a common name. Paul's a common name. Oh, I, I'm. Should we stop the podcast? You, can, you should probably at least be able I to. Don't know what those sounds. You should at mean. least be able to. Oh. In the in context, figure out that. Say it's it again. Someone, even if you're not Say it again. sure who it is. Say it again. Jake Paul. Whoa. 
And honestly, he's very, 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 very popular. Oh, nothing for me. Oh, so and it's, it's like, making me it's feel sort of, sick. It's embarrassing. It. it makes you look very it makes me old. Feel sick. <laughs> that you don't know who he is. It makes you look old and out of touch. Even if you don't like him, you should at least know who he is. Jesus, where have you I been? Don't, I I don't know what what you're saying made me feel sick. I do know who, who Logan all Paul the YouTubers is. are. Logan Paul, I know. You know Logan Paul, and you Logan, like Logan Paul, Paul, I know. Logan Paul, I do know. Yeah. How was that better? That's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're gonna do a quick review of this book. Uh, it says rate this book. I'm gonna hit five stars. It's great. And then we and he says thanks. Tim Cook says thanks. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that's not all you want from us, is it? He says write a review. He says. Okay. Ratings and reviews. Uh, we're gonna be the first ones here. There are ten ratings. It's uh, ten out of ten. Five stars. Pretty rare. Okay. For too good to be true. Write a review. Um, more Rattlesnake Jake. I think it's a good venue to sort of introduce Rattlesnake Jake to the world. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Sort of, a, this is our pilot in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it doesn't have to rhyme anymore, right? I have a question. Yeah. Is Rattlesnake Jake a podcast? Because I don't For know us? if it's going to, I don't know if it's going to read the same way if it, if it, if it were a visual thing my idea was it's a sitcom like a sitcom podcast that's not a thing mm. like a, a visual why i can't believe i'm explaining to you what a sitcom is a visual it's like, thing like it's when you watch it it's like a book but it's people and there's a oh like jake audience. paul like jake paul i can't hear those words together it sounds like it's like nails on a chalkboard yeah i don't know what it means yeah i don't speak whatever language like logan is. paul I know who that is. Like, started on Vine, yeah. Vine closes. Yeah, sure. It's like that. Okay. Okay, I got gotcha. you. And it's got a, he's got a big house with, like, a trampoline in the courtyard, and he annoys his Jake, neighbors. Jake does? And Logan. Listen. No, Rattlesnake Jake. Oh, Rattlesnake Jake. Yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, maybe. It's, it's weird that you don't know, you can't understand the name Jake Paul, but you pit, you're pitching rattlesnake jake as a character i only understood the second half of that sentence but yes i am pitching rattlesnake jake as a character and so we got to get a. do you want to put that in the headline uh for the title for this review more rattlesnake jake more what rattlesnake jake yeah exclamation point Does you know the song right? wake me up when september ends <laughs> i don't i yeah i think so from green Is day it green day yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we do something with that? Like, wake me up when. Okay. Wake me up. Rattlesnake me up when. Oh, okay, that's unfortunate. Jake Timber to... starts. That's, a, I think, a little Getting too hard. nonsensical. Getting difficult to follow. What about. Wake and bake. No, let's wake try to st- stay focused here. I don't think it needs to be like alliterative. Like, it's just a title. Yeah, right, right, right. It doesn't need to be alliterative or rhyme or anything. I think it maybe just needs to, like, basically scan. So I'm thinking more Rattlesnake Jake, please. Okay, yeah. I guess that's there's some curiosity gap. Because we got a little bit of Rattlesnake Jake in the passage. People read that and they're like, wait, who's Rattlesnake Jake? Yeah. Is that Jake Paul? Yeah. Perfect. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't like it. Whatever it was. Okay. More rattlesnake, Jake. Please. That's the title. Yeah. Um, uh, sh- let's start with a compliment sandwich. Um, thank you, Francine, for this interesting exploration 
of the extended Slenderman universe. Perfect. Yep. Like you, and remember, mm-hmm. we want to keep this a little bit sexy. Yeah. Like you. We are also curious about Slenderman's genitals. Okay, we're going to have to find a way to say that that is palatable for We are also curious about what Slender Man is packing. Yeah. Can you do emojis? Um, is there an emoji that's like suitcase? What's, what about what's in Slender Man's, and then I'll just like find a suitcase emoji? Yeah, I think so. What's in Slender Man's? I'm, I'm texting it to you now so that you can copy and paste it right in. I know how to do it because I, I, I I've done it. You've suitcase. done it? I've done it. Yeah, I've done it. Because I, I can, I've got a key command. Oh, you've got a macro? Yeah, I've got a macro. Okay. Thank you, Francine, for this interview. What's this Slender Man's suitcase? Um, what else? Um, our only concern yeah. is that you introduced this, should we say scintillating character? I want to use scintillating for novel, and I don't I think- overuse it. I think it's okay to use it twice. Twice isn't overusing it. Scintillating about, character in the scintillating novel. What about captivating? Or do you want to use it twice? Do you want to just go twice? Captivating is interesting. Captivating. I say, when in doubt, I write captivating. This captivating character named Rattlesnake Jake in the scintillating novel. And we never heard from him again. Right. Never heard from him again. For, for the first time. I mean, well, she introduces him. Well... Kind of in a roundabout way, right? She implied. This is sort of inferred. Right. Or did she you, implied. You, did you want me to say implied instead of introduced? No, because it's still an introduction. I want to give her credit. Yeah. This is a compliment sandwich. Right. Um, is it weird to pitch a, just another Rattlesnake Jake scenario here? Um, yeah. So with I was the, thinking with about the girls, that. With the girls. Well, so the the... Bit with Rattlesnake Jake seems to be like pulling on something that's long and slender. Yeah. Thinking okay. that it's like a rope or like okay. Slender Man's genitals or something like that. I see and where it you're turns going. out that it's, it's Rattlesnake Jake. Okay, so what if next time or next week? Next week. Let's just say next week. What if next week we have. Let's pick a grown up just so it's not weird. Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins, if anyone's gonna be uh, trying tugging on, tugging on that thing to tug on, and I'll just say what's in Slenderman's, and then the suitcase emoji again. Yeah, in Slenderman's suitcase emoji. Is there a rope emoji? Are we, do we know uh, if there's a rope emoji? Don't you? What's wrong with what's in su- Slenderman's suitcase? Well, because you wouldn't tug on a suitcase. But it says what's in. Oh, uh, tug on the. And then I'll try to do a rope emoji. I don't think there is a rope emoji, but there's a baguette, which looks a little like a rope. No, there's a rope. Okay. I didn't see one. Tell me which of these is better. I'm going to... I'm sorry. This is. I know this is an audio medium, folks, but I've got two ropes. And tell me which one you like the most, Tanner. I'm texting them to you now. These are our two rope options. One of them's like really kind of sailing-y, and the other one looks like a pearl, like a necklace or something. Um, the second one d- doesn't even manifest for me. Okay, so we'll do it's the just first a bunch one. of white lines. Okay, and I don't know what that means. Okay, maybe it needs, so, means I need to update my computer. It does sound like that. All right, so I've got a ropey thing. So what if next week we have Mr. Collins trying to tug on the rope emoji in Slenderman's suitcase emoji, and 
I don't know how to say this. LOL. What? <laughs> it's Rattlesnake Jake. That's fine. What do you mean you don't know how to say it? You just said it perfectly. I guess I fucking just like literally knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Anything about the book specifically that we want to say? We love, we, um, what do we like? Um, Eeny Weeny Rollins doesn't really do much. He just is looking good in a bathing suit. That's a weird thing to even mention. Um, is there a B plot? Um, oh, Jess in New York. That's kind of a B plot. So maybe we say, like, we're both former New Yorkers. This is good. We're both former. New Yorkers. That's very Stacy of us to say. And we also hate New York. That's why we left. And we also hate... That's not actually true, but we can, like, form a bond with her, maybe. Right. That's why we left. I'm gonna put a semicolon in there, just out of laziness. That's why we left. I don't want to have a comma splice, you know? I um, want a comma splice. Not me. Um, okay. We're both former New Yorkers, and we also hate NYC... That's why we left. But I feel like there this needs to be a but here. But not everyone in New York is as bad as you think. But most people in New York are as bad as you think. Though there are a few who are well, not. Well, most people in New York. I would love it if we could bring this back to a Rattlesnake Jake bit. Right. Well, most people in New York are as bad as you think. Okay. Uh, the L is closed because they're doing work on the Williamsburg Bridge. Yeah. And everyone needs to take an alternate bus route. Yes. Okay. This is it. This is perfect. Okay. And as you know, the L is closed because they're working on the Williamsburg Bridge. I'm just going to say Wooburg. That's what a cool thing. W apostrophe Berg. Bridge. And everyone needs to take a bus route. Bus shuttle. A, shuttle bus. A, a shuttle bus. And what if you got on it? I don't I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to fucking get this yeah. landing wrong. You got on it. You're getting off at and what 36. You and got on fifth. it. Parentheses. You're getting off. At 36 and 5th. And you pull the <laughs> um, the little rope that tells the bus driver that you're ready to stop the bus and get out. And you pull the little rope. Because she's going to be like, she thinks that we're going to be telling her like about how someone in New York is nice, right? Yeah. And you pull the little rope that tells the bus driver you want to leave. And and then tell me if this is wrong. Dot dot dot. LOL. It's rattlesnake Jake. It's rattlesnake Jake. Yeah. <laughs> it's from That's the time that think. rattlesnake Jake goes to New York. I think rattlesnake Jake's trajectory will probably follow like the earnest trajectory a little bit. Yeah. Where it's like one week he's at camp, one week he's in New York, one week it's yeah. Halloween, like that kind of thing. Okay. This one's from the time that rattlesnake Jake goes to New York. Uh, does that seem like enough? Uh, you tell me you're looking at it. I think it's great. It's actually pretty long. Um, okay. Jack Shepard, I'm thinking just saying Jack Shepard and Tanner Green Ring. P.S. We love this one. That's perfect. Okay. And I'm going to read it back to you. And we got Scintillating Novel in there? We got it in there, yeah. Okay. That's perfect. P- okay. Can I read this back to you? Mm-hmm. Okay. More Rattlesnake Jake, please. 
Thank you, Francine, for this interesting exploration of the extended Slenderman universe. Like you, we are also curious about what's in Slenderman's suitcase emoji. Mm-hmm. Our only concern is that you introduced this captivating character named Rattlesnake Jake in this scintillating novel, and we never heard from him again. What if, next week, we have Mr. Collins trying to tug on the rub emoji in Slenderman's suitcase emoji, and... LOL. What? It's Rattlesnake Jake! We're both former New Yorkers, and we also hate NYC. Semicolon. That's why we left. But while most people in New York are as bad as you think, some are not. As you know, the L is closed because they're working on the Williamsburg Bridge, and everyone needs to take a shuttle bus. And what if you got on it? You're getting off at 36th and 5th, and you pull the rope that tells the bus driver you want to leave, and LOL, it's Rattlesnake Jake. Yeah. This one's from the time that Rattlesnake Jake goes to New York. Goes to New York. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one. I think that's perfect. All right, I'm going to hit submit. Yeah. All right, you're welcome, Steve. You're welcome, Steve. We did it again. God damn it. I always do that. Great. Um, We've got time for burns i want to bring something up with you before we uh, that's not cool what the, the voice i don't know why i was doing it like what that. It's what cool. it's a, what are you what are you bringing you've got now you got me on my back foot jack because you did this like sing-songy high voice I didn't in a like way it. that's like no i've got i'm something. not a i'm not a i'm not a, a body language expert yeah i'm not it a, was like a it's like the teacher. Are it's you, like the chaperone you, on the school bus is like we saw the Eiffel you're trying Tower. To be cool. Everybody, it's not and cool. It's not we cool. Have one more thing no, to bring up. No, I know that's why I'm, it's not I'm, cool. I'm backing out of it, and I'm gonna. But I want to introduce the same thing, and I'm gonna do it in a cool way. Just listen. Hey, want to talk about another thing? What kind? Of, what are you? Are you coming on to me? What is this? <laughs> Just let me bring this up. I'm trying to segue into something. Okay. Okay, listen to this. This is uh, so. This is early on when Suzanne seems like she's like nice, but she's awful. Once you get inside her mind, she's like, "Haha, all yeah, these she's, idiots." She's bad. Like, For, yeah, Francine keeps inviting us me. into her mind. It's not pleasant. Where she's just like every time, like we are invited to her mind, it's always after she's done something to ingratiate herself with the citizens of yeah, Sweet Sunnyvale. Yeah, Sunnyvale is fine. She, and every time she's just like these fucking like yeah, dumb awful. hicks. Yeah, she, she literally calls them dumb hicks at one point. <laughs> Listen to this. This is when she's trying to ingratiate them. Sunday morning, Suzanne. It's California. Up- it's like essentially Los Angeles. What do you mean yeah. dumb hicks? Come on. They and live in just, the other major metropolitan this is area. It's like weird chip on her shoulder about <laughs> New York. She thinks that like everyone in New York City thinks that like everyone in California is like fucking like down-home yokel. I do think that. Yeah, same. Sunday morning, Suzanne had gotten up early and surprised them all with an elegant breakfast of French toast made with grated lemon peel and sprinkled with powdered sugar. Suzanne, that's not how you make French toast. Oh, I think that sounds good. Made with grated lemon peel and sprinkled with powdered sugar. Hey, you know what I like in my French toast? Maybe a little bread and some uh, a little bit of batter. Uh, what's it called? Fake eggs? No, not fake eggs. I like soy milk and nutritional yeast. (laughs) (laughs) That's not French toast either. It's better than what she's doing. (laughs) Why would you use those like those like fake egg beaters? What are those called? I'll tell you why. You want to know why? I've been a vegan for so many years now, like literally many decades. 
And back in the olden times, you learned you learned how to do it without this like newfangled shit. And so now I do it the way I do it. Okay. 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 And it's I think it's soy milk and nutritional yeast. <laughs> sounds so gross. <laughs> Yuck. But Suzanne's doing it with just grated lemon peel and sprinkled with powdered yeah, sugar. That's, that's nothing. Wrong. That's, that's wrong. awful. Yeah, that doesn't even sound. That just sounds. What do you just have like a spoonful of that? Yeah, and it's no bread, and it's none of the way down in these books. No, there's no bread in these books. It's, they don't even it's try anti-bread theory. It's yeah, it's it's anti-matter, anti-bread. I guess. Um, let's do our burns. Oh, okay, should I do mine? It's not kind of a burn light book, but... Uh, Steven's in town this week for some reason that they don't really get into. They get into it because it's like they're like obsessed with setting the up the book. next novel. Yep. <laughs> they're like completely obsessed with setting up the next novel. And so like Kate, I just think of like, and this, we haven't explored this relationship enough, but it's like Kate is like, I can tell that Kate William is just like long suffering. She's chained to a fucking desk. Yeah. And Francine just like flits in and out with her like martini. And right. it's like, did you remember to put Steven in for next She's got week? one of those like those wine toppers that turns that like you put on the top of a bottle of wine and it's just a wine cup. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. having one. <laughs> That's funny. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Kate's like, Yeah, okay, fine. It doesn't fit with the plot. I'm already really doing a lot. Like there's like a sex pest in New York. And, and like, a sex pest in, sex in, pest in Sunnyvale. Sunnydale and like I don't have time to put Steven in this. Right. And Francine's like, don't make me angry. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, Steve's is in this book. Yeah. And that's the brother um, of the Wakefields. Mrs. Wakefield filled them in on the details. Suzanne's plane is due in half an hour. It's too bad you won't be able to meet her, Jess, but your plane is going to be boarding any minute. We'd better get down to the gate if you don't want to miss it. Wouldn't that be awful if you did miss your plane, Elizabeth said as they lined up to have the luggage x-rayed. Stephen laughed. Yeah, then we'd be stuck with Jess for another two whole weeks. Funny. Burn on burn, Jess. Burn on Jess. And, but also, like, just literally true. <laughs> yeah, she's awful. Except they get a worse Jess. They get... They get they well, get I guess Stephen, Stephen doesn't really interact with Suzanne. Yeah, in like, Stephen's mind... First, he's, he's like fully own. occupied yeah. with his girlfriend, who something's going wrong with her, and she's from a, a poor family, right? Which is not in Francine's world. That, that's, that's really not a notable kiss of to death. us, but it's yeah. something <laughs> yeah. Francine. Yeah, I want to be clear; it's not something that I picked up on and was like, "Oh, weird." Yeah, but it's something that Francine really like puts up the fucking pulls over the car and puts up the road flares. Yeah, <laughs> whenever somebody <laughs> is not wealthy. Yeah. And so something's going on over there. Yeah. Um, let me read you my burn. Um, this is so this is so Elizabeth eventually, even though Suzanne is is kind of running circles around Elizabeth this week, <laughs> Elizabeth does eventually get the better of her. She does a very funny, clever thing. Well, it's actually Well, um, it's not Suzanne. it's not Elizabeth, it's Egbert. Yeah. Winston, Winston. Egbert he, he's like obsessed with her. He like is serenading her in oh, the middle she's of the a night. Moon body. And he's like, and she's like kind of leading him on. And so he's like the most obsessed with her of all the boys. And then in this moment where like, you know, it's this big party. And the question is for everyone to answer is, has Liz like gone back to her post coma, like Jessica personality and is just telling lies? Or is it in fact the case that the seemingly nice and beautiful Suzanne is not what she seems and has framed Mr. Collins? 
and Winston helps to turn the tide by um, he does a big trip over. And, Winston can uh, sense that there's evil within her. It spills and spills his um, tomato juice down her front. Yeah, and then he later big, admits that he did he's it. He's got like a carafe of tomato juice. Yeah, cool guy, really cool guy. <laughs> he carries around the party. It's like, can I freshen up that drink? And everyone's like, is that tomato juice? And um, Suzanne has gone to the party Drinking with wine. Aaron, who's the muscular wine. co-captain of the soccer team. Gosh, Susie, I really feel awful about it. Here, let me help you. Winston made a clumsy attempt at mopping up the front of Suzanne's dress with a crumpled handkerchief he'd fished from his pocket. You shouldn't do that, I think. When you, If you spill something down someone's front, you shouldn't then, like, rub their feet. Oh, no, that's bad. You want to take... Yeah. Um, club soda and you want to okay. like, you want to dab yeah. it you definitely don't yeah. want to like scrub it you know maybe a little bit of vinegar like spray a little bit of vinegar on there man you know what you're describing hmm. a shrub and i would take <laughs> one of those right now right what's a shrub a shrub is sort of a non-alcoholic cocktail made out of sipping vinegar okay. and often like sort of florals or aromatics so you Coriander. like you said and i would take one of those right now on my right in a like winky uh, drinking is fun kind of way. What did you? No, mean? a shrub is sounds... like a shrub is good. Maybe you can mix okay. a little alcohol in a shrub if you like wanted. A, t- a tasty, non-alcoholic beverage. Oh yeah. man, I would take one of those right now. <laughs> right? Yeah. It doesn't work. It's hot. It's summer. Okay. What do you? I don't get what we're hung up on. You don't even I know just, what a shrub is. I do now. They're good. Anyway, Winston made a clumsy attempt at mopping up the front of her dress. Suzanne shoved him away. Get off me, you dumb clod, she said, from the fucking 50s? Yeah. <laughs> what, a, surely, what an insult. Now everyone surely, surely knows her character. in 1985, people weren't saying, you dumb clod. Surely. Yeah. Get off me, you dumb clod. You're only making it worse. Can't you just leave me alone? You've been following me around like some kind of big stupid dog ever since I met you. And I should be clear, this is shocking. Based on what we've seen of her so far. She's been yep. so nice publicly. Monocles are popping yeah. out and shattering everywhere. Suddenly, she realized everyone was staring at her. Abruptly, she stopped screaming. Her sweet, smiling mask shifted back into place. She even attempted a weak laugh, as if the whole thing had been a joke. As if she hadn't really meant all those cruel things she said to Winston. But it was too late. The suspicious looks that had been directed at Elizabeth a minute ago were now on her. Never mind, Winston, she simpered. It was just a silly accident. I'm sorry I blew up at you. I was getting tired of this dress anyway, so you probably did me a favor. Turning to Aaron, she cooed. Would you mind taking me home so I can change? I must look an absolute disaster. Aaron gave her a calculating look and said coolly, I don't know, Suzanne. I think it suits you just fine the way it is. It's pretty good. Because she is a disaster. Yeah. She's a disaster. And Walking she, disaster. And guess what? When you're a disaster, you look great in a fucking tomato juice dress. Yeah. Just sipping a, a shrub. On her. Sipping a shrub. Yeah. So two pretty weak burns this week. It was a burn light book. It was a pretty good burn. I thought it was a good burn. Next week, I think um, Stephen will probably be trying to reconcile his relationship with... Trisha. Trisha, but we shan't be reading that because we will be moving on to... New pastures. Okay. Exciting. That's happening new... next week. Okay. Well, we'll fine. see, but I, it's I'm happening. sort Probably. of counting on it. I mean, you've been saying this the last few weeks, but I, maybe that's what's happening. Yeah. I believe it. I'm starting to believe it. I think it's going to happen next week. Um, 
All that remains is for me to say uh, thank you, Tanner. So you're much welcome. For hey, you're welcome. This week, I'd like to thank the sweeties so very much for bearing with us. Um, next week, I don't know. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but before we get to that, I would like to uh, remind everybody that they can subscribe to our Patreon and should, in fact. Yep. We do um, the Saddle Club and, books now. Uh, we're reading the Saddle Club books now. Uh, we're having a pretty good time with them. Um, yes. We're going to be doing it for a little bit. It's a great time to jump on board. Last week. Yeah. If you're not a subscriber, here's something you can kind of to whet your whistle a little bit. Yeah. To whet your appetite. It last week It finally happened. We've been planning for it. Jack and I read different books. Jack read the uh technically what, what could book. be considered yeah. technically the correct book. Yeah. And I read another book. That was wrong. What what could be considered yeah. the last book in the series. Yeah. <laughs> but we did it anyway. But we did it anyway. We just we recorded. did it anyway, and that's a that's the kind of um, that's the kind of fun that we're having over there. Uh, Patreon.com slash bscc podcast. Uh, here's another thing that is true: if you want to just support our show and just throw us a few bucks to help us kind of deal with costs and yeah, keep Ven- ourselves Venmo afloat, me. there's a link that you can do it. We have a support page now. Oh, on Anchor. On Anchor. And right. I think we should just create a bit.ly now. Okay. It's called bit.ly slash. Support Jack and Tanner. No money, no problem. No. No. It's support Jack and Tanner's kind of a mouthful. That's a mouthful. Um, Rattlesnake Rattlesnake Jake. Rattlesnake Jake. <laughs> bit.ly slash Rattlesnake Jake. Yeah. Please and go to bit.ly. that's how you can just give us money directly slash, if that's something you're yeah. interested in doing. Yeah. And you can sign up to It will go into the and, show. We're not going to, like, spend it on, like trinkets you know like fun dip (laughs) that helps us support us and we do have a supporter currently who found it before we even advertise it and i want to thank you so very much indeed yeah thank uh, you for doing that uh yeah so bit.ly slash rattlesnake jake i could go for some fun dip right now though please do they even make fun dip anymore when's the last time you saw that in stores is that the thing where you have like a a candy that's the spoon and you put it in powder Yep. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, you can buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC merch. And uh, you can, of course, and must indeed uh, join our Facebook group. It's the Baby Nation on Facebook. And get in there. Our Facebook page is uh, it's there, but we don't post on it. Facebook group, very active. Everyone in there is nice and good. Go join it. It's really fun in there. Um, and everybody has a good time. Yep. Um, please do rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, especially... If next week we um, launch a whole new thing, it'll, it'll this will be a great time to go in and show some support and um, give us a five-star rating and give us a nice review and help us to show to Apple that we deserve to remain in their ranking so that other people can discover the show. Yeah. Tell a friend about our show. Finally, I would like to tell you that this week we did read a novel. The novel that we read was called Sweet Valley High, number 11, Too Good to Be True. If we're reading a Sweet Valley High book next week, which kind of seems unlikely based on the attitude of some of the people in this podcast, um, I'm not naming any names, but if we do read one, it's going to be called Number 12, When Love Dies. It's going to be about Steve and Trisha, I think. Okay. Uh, If we don't, uh, it's going to be the launch of our romance podcast, The Strange Bedfellows. It's going to be the same fucking thing. So stick around, but yeah. it's about romance. Probably keep exploring gen, uh, Slenderers, Slenderer, Slenderman, Slenderer, 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 Slenderman's 
uh, <laughs> genitals <laughs> to some degree. Yeah, we're going to probably keep exploring Senator Slenderman's genitals to some degree, but for those of you who, who didn't understand what that meant, what I would like to say is that Well, we, he's a senator now. <laughs> the book that we're going to be reading is Red, White, and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston. It's really If you fun. watch Attack of the Clones in the Senate scene, okay. you can see Slenderman in one of those Senate pods in the background. I just want to give people a heads up about that so that they can have time to read it. Well, you just have to watch Attack of the Clones. On the other hand, you don't I even have to watch the whole thing. Watch that one Senate scene. Drawn inexorably to the concept of Senator Slenderman's genitals. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we don't have time to explore that. What we do have time to explore is who we are and who I am this week is Sweet Valley Jack. Tanner. A great big Sweet Valley. Bye to all the sweeties. Bye. We're big girls. We can take care of ourselves. I met Kevin Nealon once. He's a vegan. All vegans know each other. Okay. Isn't that cool? Not really. No.